Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? So, Miles. Jason. You know when you walk into a bakery and they're making fresh bread? All the time. <laughs> or chocolate chip cookies being baked in the oven? Uh-huh. Uh, you know what I call that experience? You know that, that thing? I call it- Tuesday? No. <laughs> well, really? <laughs> no, I call it aromatic bliss. You know, oh. it's, that, it's that aroma that makes you just like think of nothing other than what you're smelling. Until you get used to the smell. Well, no, I don't, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but right now I'm kind of experiencing that and it's all about coffee because we yeah, happen to great. be at Copa Vida in Pasadena, California, which is not only one of the top coffee shops in LA, but they're also a great roastery, which is one of their secrets to the success and what makes them stand out in the specialty coffee world. And today on the podcast is the person who started it all, Steve Chang. He's the founder, CEO, and president of Copa Vida. And he's going to tell us how and why their coffee is so extraordinary and from the beans all the way to the experience in their coffee shop. Yeah, it really is a unique experience. They have a few specific things that they do differently than everybody else. Yeah. And they also specialize in tea and have an amazing food menu. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, it is amazing. <laughs> that's worked on by leaders in, you know, in each of those fields, the yeah. tea field and the food field. That's right. And the location's bright spacious, but they've made very specific design considerations to make it warm and inviting at the same time. Yeah. And they have six locations in, in Southern California, but lucky for us, their main location is here in Pasadena and it's where it all started about six years ago. And in that time, they've come a long way to uh, really stand out in the specialty coffee world and they're really doing everything right. So, uh, Miles, I think it's time to find out uh, what those things are that they're doing so well yeah. because I'm ready to start drinking coffee. And we're going to be chatting with Steve Chang, getting an inside look at Copa Vida's Roastery, talking about our week, our kids, and of course, coffee, on this edition of Coffee Café. Coffee Café! Coffee Café! Welcome. We are two coffee-addicted dads that get together for some great coffee and conversation. We bring you the best of coffee. We take you to the greatest shops, introduce you to remarkable people in the world of coffee on both sides of the counter, and tell you all about the incredible coffees you've got to try. It's an inside look at everything coffee and what makes it so amazing. So, Miles. Yeah. We, are you in a bad mood today, Miles? What is that? <laughs> yes, Jason. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're at Copa Vida today. And, uh, you know, he came up with that from Pura Vida, which is the phrase used in Costa Rica. Do you know what Copa Vida means? I do, Jason. What, what is Copa Vida? I do know a little Spanish. I'm not Cuban, but I do know some what, Spanish. What does Copa Vida mean, Miles? It means cup life. Cup of, Literal. Yeah, I guess cup, that's... No, it doesn't mean no, cup you're of right, life. That's true. It means cup, cup life. life. Okay, sure. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but it came co- from... It comes from Pura Vida, which is like Costa Rica's national phrase. That's right. Which literally translates into pure life. Well, but yes. But it's used more as like a, the shaka sign for Hawaii. Oh, the shaka you know? sign. It's yeah, like yeah, their, yeah. It's their trademark, you know. That's right, yeah. There's that's, no like literal translation. That's but. true. As a matter, but, you know, I happen to have inside information on that. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, no, uh, uh, Cynthia, who is a part of my, uh, as we call, family, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she's Costa Rican, and I asked her, uh, how how would you describe, how would you translate uh, Pura Vida? And she says, well, it's tough to do, uh, but um, it's, a, it's their slogan and model, like you said, and it can be used for anything. It's a thank you, it's a you're welcome, and basically it's a feeling. It's Pura Vida, P 
pure life. It was the Cuban version of it. I don't have a Cuban version. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> I never knew. Of it. I thought about that. And I was like, oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> so anyhow, we're here at Copa Vida in Pasadena, California. And yeah, so it's 70 South Raymond Avenue in Pasadena. There, As you said, there's like there's four locations in San Diego, one in Carlsbad. And we're here at the roastery. But the, the cafes are spread out throughout. That's but they, right. And the, the roastery, one roastery here yeah, in Pasadena. That's right. And they roast for all of their stores. And when you try it, you'll know why they're so popular. And as far as the cafe, we're going to go there as soon as we're done talking with Steve, who's sitting here waiting patiently for us. But the, but they do everything. They, they It's all from, from drip, pour overs, everything that you can possibly want from a specialty coffee shop. And they've gotten so good at what they do. They've become one of the top shops in LA. But the magic all starts here at the roastery. And here with us to tell us all his secrets <laughs> to his success is the founder, CEO, and president of Copa Vida, Steve Chang, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's great to have you here today, Steve. And, uh, you know, we're really excited to talk about your amazing coffee. Uh, but before we get into all that, what we like to do is we, we have this thing called the Caffeinated Five. And it's five questions that we ask that we, you know, gives our viewers some inside information to Copa Vida. Uh, nothing too deep, you know, but it's, we're going to ask you the question. You just, it's a quick answer, top of your head kind of thing. And Sounds it's good. just going to be helpful for our audience to, to know Copa Vida a little bit more. All right. That they do already. All right, here, so here we go. So question number one, what is the most popular coffee drink, tea, and food dish you offer? So coffee-wise, it's always our lattes and our cold brews. And depending on the temperature. The temperature outside, like yes. the weather. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So if it's uh, uh, above 75, it's the, uh, <laughs> the cold brew that sells. And uh-huh. it's uh, under 75, uh, under 80, then it's the latte that sells the most. And oh, the, those and are the two popular And drinks. the tea? And tea, we change quite often. Uh, our best-selling tea from a cold tea perspective, we do, we do cold brew teas as well as this gar- Garden of Eden, which is an amazing uh, oh, black tea uh, blend. That sounds uh, delicious. Yeah, and it's it's amazing. What it's a, a great name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 I, I love it. It's my favorite too. And, and uh, your food dish, something that's most popular? We always have, uh, on the weekdays, uh, our breakfast burritos are really, really popular. On the weekends, the Croque Madame, that's our bestseller. Croque Madame. All right, well, I'm going to ask you more about that. Yeah. (laughs) So second question, uh, do you drink the same drink each morning or do you mix it up? So um, that's a really, like, that's like asking, you know, which one of my f- kids is my favorite ah. every day, it's something different. <laughs> but uh, uh, my favorite drink that I like to start the morning with is a Cortado. Ah, yeah. what a great choice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming from a Cuban, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a great choice. Unfortunately, my Cortado is not a Cuban Cortado, oh. so I get flack for that. But uh, it's a Spanish Cortado. That's close yeah, enough. Without the sweetness. In it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, is, third question is, is, if, is it true that you have an honor bar where customers just leave cash and walk away with coffee? Yes. The idea was that, you know, you're on your way to work. You can't wait. I don't care how good the coffee is. If you have a meeting in 30 minutes and your drive time is 25, you can't wait 10 minutes for a cup of coffee. So it's batch brew. You serve yourself. It's $2 if you bring your own cup, Two fifty if uh, you use one of ours. We trust you to put money in the box and you trust the, us to put good coffee in that batch brew. Genius. So, it's yeah. genius. Thank you. Genius. <laughs> What's more rewarding, the roasting of the beans or the brewing of the beans? Ooh. Um, 
I think for me, um, one is about looking at something and converting it from green to roasted and, and seeing that change happen. And so there's some magic in that. But there's nothing like brewing a cup of coffee for a friend or a customer and seeing their face light up when you make something for them. So I'm equally interested, and I'm, I'm and I'm not saying that to hedge my bets. But yeah, they're, they're both <laughs> yeah, equally no, I'm interested. With you. Right, so fifty-fifty. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Fifth question. Final question is: How many Big Bang Theory cast members have come in for coffee? Oh, ah, uh, <laughs> you, yeah. you're right on Big Bang Theory lane. Yeah. So yeah. you know the, yeah. the question had to be asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So right. you wrote that question. I, 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 I wasn't aware of that connection. But uh, and the bonus question is: Does Costa Rica know that you borrowed and modified their country's national f- phrase? Yeah. P- Pura Pura Vida. Vida. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't ask permission, no. so I should have, and I apologize for all to right. all uh, we'll, uh, Ticos. <laughs> we'll, we'll get with their uh, their government and let them know that it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Steve, we're, we're in your roastery, which is, you know, uh, nearby the Pasadena yeah. location. And it's really an amazing place. We've met some people Thank here you. and they're yeah. just one. Everybody that we meet here is yeah. always so happy to be here. And yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so but for our audience sake, 60 years ago, you weren't really that much into the coffee industry. You were just getting started. Right. Yeah. And your family was uh, in the food business. Yeah. Uh, they did get roll, egg roll skins. Right. And right. noodles. Yeah. And uh, and that was coming up to an end. You were looking for something for yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then uh, your plan was to retire for coffee. But your wife said, hey, why? Why wait till retirement? Yeah. And so uh, you didn't. And now six years later, you're one of the top coffee shops in L.A., and that, I'd say, sir, is pretty darn impressive. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so here's an easy question to answer. Sure. What is the secret to your success? Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> and don't worry, we have plenty of time. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know that it's a secret as much as I don't know that. Uh, uh, I, I, I question that question because uh, I don't know what success is yet. So, oh. but. Man, I am so grateful that uh, people even know our name. And, <laughs> and you know, like you said, when, uh, you know, five and a half years ago when someone said, uh, hey, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? I, I was really struggling with the answer. This was six years ago. And one of the best advice I got was do something you love and you'll never feel like you're working another day in your life. Oh, beautiful. And, yeah. And I love coffee and I love baseball outside of my faith and my family. Those are the, you know, the two passions I have outside of that. So. You know, baseball, coffee. Well, it's too late to be the shortstop for the Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> they got somebody already. And so, really? Yeah. Have you really researched that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should try a little yeah. harder. I, I, you know, you I, look I like a ball player. And, yeah, I think you yeah, could do it. Yeah, I, I went out to play softball a couple of times and it wasn't enough. So I thought, all right, let me try and, uh, uh, my hand in coffee. coffee and, all right. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's no craft coffee in Dodger yeah, Stadium, yeah, yeah. though. Not is yet. there? Not ah, there we go. Yeah. Here we go. See, and then we uh, want a piece of the action. It was yeah, his idea. Yeah. <laughs> Would you mind? describing your your aha moment with coffee sure. where i read about it in, a, yeah, in another yeah. interview you did yeah. where where you took a sip of coffee and it was just your you know yeah. and it got me thinking myself yeah. about what mine was and, yeah uh, it was my senior year in college and to say my senior in college means uh sixth year in college i changed <laughs> my major a few times and, yeah and i was in search for the meaning of life and you know i always did my work uh, uh inside a coffee shop or i hate libraries so uh, and I can't study my own room. It's too quiet. So I would always find a spot in the coffee shop to study there. So, you know, I'd walk in. And at that time, my idea of what coffee was was what those uh, coffee candy tastes like, which is more milk and sugar, sugar than coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a lot of people love. Yeah. They go and get their yeah. li- sweet lattes and That's the sweet right. everything, which is great. It's right. a great thing. Yeah. So I walked into a coffee shop and I, uh, you know, uh, 
ordered a, a, a pour over. And at that time, they weren't even being called pour overs. It was just I ordered a cup of coffee right. and the gentleman made me something on a V60. And I was about to put, you know, my sugar and, and, and milk into that. And the guy goes, hey, excuse me, before you do that, can you taste it? Because this is an amazing award winning coffee you bought. This is great. He actually stopped he you. He asked me, but he did it in the nicest way. Oh, OK. Yeah. Well. So I think if he would have done it where he was like, dude, what's wrong with you? I would have been like, enough to ask you to leave. Yeah, yeah, you know, I would have been upset because, sure. you know, it's my money. I paid for it. I'll That's drink right. it the way I want it. That's right. right yeah. So but uh, the way he asked me and the look of like sort of pain in his face as he was sitting like, please, before you try, can you? So I said, okay, sure. The way you asked me was really nice. So I'll try it out and then took a sip of the coffee. And then all of a sudden it was like blueberry notes. Why is there blueberry in coffee? And this is more like tea than coffee. And I, I, everything I thought I understood about coffee kind of went out the door for me. And, and I still remember the name of the coffee. I don't know if it was the name of the blend or what it was, but it was called the Peaks of Kilimanjaro. And it was a oh. Kenyan coffee. And that's all I remember about it. I don't remember who roasted it or, you know, at that point, I didn't even know that was a thing to ask, right? But, uh, yeah, that was my aha moment of, oh, there's something about coffee that's beautiful as itself without the additives. I want to have that again and again and again. I drink this every day anyway. So then that's what started my sort of passion into coffee. That's kind of how we did this podcast. We were the same (laughs) We were just drinking coffee and then one day, aha, whoa, this is really good stuff. We need to get some more of it. And uh, it's it's almost like an elixir, a drug that you got to have, you know? (laughs) I I mean, it's like the first time I felt that way about a, a, a glass of wine that I had that was... Up to that point, you drank wine because I wanted to get tipsy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but And then you have this certain wine, and it's like, oh, my gosh, this is wine? Oh, okay. Like, so From the effect to like the yeah. enjoyment of it. Yeah, and the that's a great aspect. way to put yeah. it. Yeah. And your parents were okay. So they say, all right, you're going to uh, oh leave our business, yeah. and you're just going to go out and do coffee. Yeah. So then yeah. you just uh, what, get in a plane, yeah. go to Costa Rica, because that sounded like the right thing to do. You know, uh, <laughs> the honest answer to that was for 12 years, I hadn't had a vacation. Oh. Uh, you know, my extent of a vacation was a weekend in San Francisco. So I made a commitment to my family that we were going to take a year off oh, wow. and travel and enjoy vacation. But my mind works in a little bit different way, so I decided... <laughs> What if I dumped <laughs> my passion for coffee on top of my time with oh, my family? Yeah. And so we spent a month in Europe looking at all the old coffee shops uh, uh, that helped start the, our current modern version of what a coffee shop is oh, supposed wow. to look like. You know, the coffee shop in St. Mark's Square in Venice, you know, and you're sitting there drinking a $25 cup of I don't know what it was. It was a dessert. It wasn't a coffee. But <laughs> you're doing that with a huge orchestra sitting next to you playing beautiful wow. music with the tourists walking by and you're like oh man wow, this is a coffee experience at a different place and yeah that sounds like what yeah. a great idea to yeah. have those destinations in mind <laughs> yeah. was like the theme of the trip yeah and it was really great because i was able to actually engage my family into it so my girls got into it my wife got into it and so wherever we went it wasn't just you know let's go to the gift shop and buy tchotchkes it was Let's go find the best coffee shops in the neighborhood and we go yeah. explore it together. And so it, it became that. So we did that and in, 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 uh, t- spent a week in Seattle, week in Portland, week in Chicago, week in Boston. Whenever, wherever I thought there was a coffee mecca, I went to go visit. You, went to, you did the coffee world tour. I, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I was really blessed to have that opportunity yeah. because we exited from a business that we were involved in for 30 years. And then you landed in Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. Yeah. And yeah. that's where really yeah. the, the seed it, was planted, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, it was coalesced there. Uh, I mean, uh, I was sitting in my friend's kitchen uh, uh, 
the gentleman is a missionary who works in Costa Rica. So we're sitting in his kitchen and talking coffee and talking business. And I literally came up with Copa uh, Vida on a piece of paper <laughs> in his kitchen table. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And that's where it kind of started off for me. And yeah. and so then you came back, you yeah. uh, opened up shop, and yeah. uh, you you started off not with your own beans. Yeah. You, you were using Verve yeah. and a few other roasters. Uh, and then, uh, you know, you said, well, what the heck, let me try something different. And that's, is that how you started roasting your own? So No, uh, actually, we bought a micro-roaster. We bought a, a, a roasting company called True Beans. But we didn't roast our own coffee under the Copa Vida brand name for about a year. Okay. So I have a rule of thumb. If you don't know, ask and learn before you say you do or pretend or test on your customers. Right? Sure. So, or put your name on something that yes. you don't want to. Yeah, yeah okay. you have one chance to make an impact with your brand. So in the beginning, we brought coffee companies into our retail shops uh, in a way that where we knew who they were. We knew their reputation. We've tasted their coffee. They do an amazing job. So we had Ritual. We had 49 Parallel. We had Verve. Great, great the, roasters. Right. And yeah. and. And so we got to learn what it means to have great roasted coffee, serving those coffees, and got to see customers' reaction to those coffees. Yeah. And I spent a year roasting coffee under the True Beans name, selling it as an organic brand. All right, okay. While learning and kind of figuring out what I wanted Copa Vida's flavor notes to be, what our roast approach was going to be. And it wasn't easy. We, we fought for a year. We literally fought. We would argue over things like what specialty meant what light roast is versus dark roast is, you know, what's French roast, what's first crack, what's These, these are great arguments because you're, you're yeah. actually debating and learning and, yeah. and growing. Yeah, and so uh, Sam Hong and Frank Law are my other two partners that started with me. I also have Do Kim and Richard and, and a few others who uh, have participated in building this brand. But Sam and Frank have a lot of experience on the retail side. Clancy had a ton of experience on the roasting side. I'm a appreciator, uh, professional appreciator, if you will. <laughs> I'm the CEO, drinker, you know, yeah. <laughs> professional appreciator, got right, it. Right, right. So the three, you know, sort of the three groups would you have sit your appreciation in a certification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't have a Q grade, but I, 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 I can appreciate. And the three of us or the three groups of us would sit in a room and argue over what we wanted Copa coffee profile to be and what we were trying to get to. And so it took a year for us to figure that out. So... Mm-hmm. Where we landed on was we actually used to have a swear jar. So if you use the word specialty, you had to put money in there. <laughs> if you use the word dark roast or medium roast without defining what that meant, you had to put money in there. Oh, because wow. right, uh-huh. everybody had a different approach of what that meant. Was and there a lot of money in the jar? It was. <laughs> I still don't know what happened. Swearing, to was, <laughs> swearing was allowed though, right? Yeah. yeah, swearing was allowed. That's when you took the money out. <laughs> yeah. But we realized that the baristas had a different definition of what coffee was from a roaster's perspective. Right. And what was exciting for a roaster wasn't necessarily exciting for a barista, nor was it necessarily exciting for the consumer, right? My right. perspective. So we went around and round and round on this and we came up with some guidelines by which we're gonna approach roasting. And the first one is from a roaster's perspective, what we need to do with the coffee is to accentuate and bring out what's already inherent in the coffee. Not try to mask it, not try to adulter it, not try to change it, but to enhance it to the maximum of what we can from that bean. Sure, so you figure out what that that flavor is and that's what you want to accentuate. Right, and then the second thing we said was, well, our roasting profile is not decided by our roasting as much as it is decided by our sourcing. So we bring in specific kinds of coffee to match specific profiles. So we decide to roast towards go, enjoy, and experience. Uh, Those are our themes, and it's a, I like things in threes. They're easy to remember, right? So go coffees uh, that we roast are coffees that are inherently have 
a lot of chocolate notes. It's sweet. It's nutty. It goes really well with milk, right? And mm-hmm. this is what we call wake up in the morning and don't worry about a coffee. I got up. I don't want to understand varietal. I don't want to understand elevation. I don't want to talk about origin. I just want something really good, really flavorful, and I want to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. your palate is just waking up. So anything nuanced, you're not going to enjoy anyway. Yeah. All so right. you want something that just goes boom. That's the go. I'm the go. That, uh, this is I'm great. ready to go. Right. This is genius. Is Sorry. there really an association with the morning? Like, do you, does, does it take your does your palate really? Uh, you know, you got to get it generating and. Uh, you know, I don't know the science it, behind that. Is it just like you're focused on, on other stuff? It's yeah. the morning and you're running and, yeah. and you so, don't want to have to sit and, yeah, okay. This is where my certified professional appreciator <laughs> yeah. training comes in. <laughs> yeah, I just recognize that in the mornings that that's how I feel about coffee. Yeah. Right. I don't yeah. want to get you. into the nuance. No, it, just, it's a perfect sense. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody's I in a hurry. Want just want it. I want yeah. that, but I want something good. I don't yeah. want just coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. And so Frank coined the phrase, it's your don't worry about it coffee. Don't worry about it. It's coffee. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy it, right? All right. And then enjoy coffees are coffees that challenge your palate a little bit. Floral notes, fruit notes, things that have that cause that aha moment. Like, what was that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Did things I just you, get blueberry? Yeah. Or, or I got pomegranate, you know? Like, what was that flavor right, note in there, right, right? Right. And it gets you excited, gets you questioning. So it's the idea of we get to enjoy coffee, not just by drinking it for the caffeine content, but to to appreciate the flavor notes that are there. And then our experienced coffees are coffees that we would select because they were either cup of excellence, you know, 90 points plus coffees that are just mind blowing in terms of its deliciousness or it had a story behind it. And there's a connection to it that makes this coffee be more meaningful than a beverage at that point. There's an experience with it. And that's our experienced coffee. What a great way to look at coffee. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm a little afraid to call it specialty coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like I'm going to get slapped on the hand or something. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't have a problem with the term specialty. So I want to clarify. All right. The reason that was a swear jar word was when you have one word and everybody has a different definition for it, then you don't have a word. Yeah. All L- right. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Right. Yeah. So that's why it went into the swear jar. It was like, okay, <laughs> there's no frame of reference there. Let's use yeah. another word right. to describe what we're doing. With those yeah. three types of coffee, yeah. you seem to have a real sense for uh, yeah. for efficiencies and really kind of uh, designing your, your product and the experience yeah. to the way people experience the day. Yeah. And I was curious if you yeah. ha- got that, I like how you came up with that idea, because it really is unique. Extremely unique. Honor bar. Yeah. I mean, I, I and I, I appreciate that too because I, yeah. you know, I walk into a store and I, you know I don't want to wait for yeah. for that long in a line. <laughs> but the but the fact that you saw that and you came up with a, yeah. a very uh, innovative and unique way of, of solving that. Well, well so you know. I don't take any credit for the innovation because I, I didn't come up with the honor bar. Oh. The first time I saw it was at a Stumptown in Portland. I walked in and there was an honor bar. All right. And and they had a different name for it. And I was blown away. Yeah. Right. And so for me, you know, if you admire something like that, I don't think it's yeah. a bad thing to imitate. That, Highest right? form yeah. of flattery, right? Yeah. yeah. So if I can take credit for anything, if our team can take credit for anything, it's that we were able to put this together into a package. But all those came from somewhere else, right? Even the mm-hmm. way we make coffee or brew coffee, there's not a lot of coffee shops that can say, I created X. It's all built on somebody else's shoulders, right? right? Yeah, right. and it's learning from somebody else. You know, that's one of the things I love about the coffee business and, and the specialty coffee world, if I want to define it that way. Yeah, there's a sharing going on in a in a real honest way that I think uh, is good. So that yeah. year tour yeah. really set the whole tone yeah. and the idea, yeah. and probably gave you all the inspiration and all the information you needed to become what you've become now. The other factor to it was I didn't do it by myself. 
Like I had these ideas, I didn't know how to get it done. All right, so you've really went out, yeah. p- picked out the best of the best, brought yeah. them together, and yeah. created this amazing team. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about about the cafe. We're we're at the roastery right now, but the cafe. When you walk in, mm-hmm. at least for me, it's it's a large place. Mm-hmm. It's just bright. It's inviting, and mm-hmm. and I don't know exactly what it is, but it feels even though it's so large, it feels cozy. Yeah. It feels like I'm just you know I'm at home almost. You yeah. know I can just sit anywhere and yeah. enjoy the time, grab some coffee, and and yeah. and have a great conversation how did you do all that so some of it was by complete accident for example we have this beautiful coffered uh ceiling yeah beautiful and and it's white yes right but initially it was brown it was all wood it was it was just stained wood Uh and it felt too like a bar and not like a a coffee shop Uh, and it was a bar it used to be a wine bar then so we asked the painter to paint to trim white and he misunderstood us and painted the the whole thing, the white. whole thing, white. <laughs> and, and we were angry first, and then we're like, "Oh, that looks really good." <laughs> but um, so some of it by uh, complete accident. Uh-huh. But uh, we followed a couple of schemes. So the, the the design approach to it was do things that are going to fit into one of our three value sets. Uh, it has to be things that we do because we're approachable and welcoming, we're authentic and artisanal in our approach to what we do. And uh, we're community-minded, right? And that all three of those things have different meanings for us. So we would ask, for example, do we choose this Caesar stone or that Caesar stone? Well, which one's more welcoming? Okay. So even our bar design, we didn't want to put a straight bar, which is more efficient, by the way. Mm-hmm. We angled it in because we wanted it to feel like somebody saying, come on in. It really, a, yeah. yeah. Boy, does that work. Be, yeah, oh, and yeah. so those were done by design. It was meant to get rid of any kind of barriers in between and allow for you know, easy communication to happen. The other thing we did was lighting. So if you go into our shop, it's actually fairly big yeah. when you look at it as a total. But one room is darkly lit. Yes, the I other one is that. brightly lit. Right, 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 right. And so the darkly lit area is to encourage actually a little more quiet and people who are more focused on intimate conversation or into uh, looking down at their laptops or you know ah. working on stuff. And the white airy area is for to encourage people to talk and, and be bright. And, That's pretty yeah. amazing. So uh, let's talk about what you uh, offer here. We Obviously, we're at the roastery, and we got to try some of your beans. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, literally, we were gobbling it yeah. up like popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, what's beautiful is you started with the, the uh, Costa Rican stock yeah. coffee, but you brew all yeah. different origins. Yeah. Right now, we have coffees from uh, eight different origins in, in forms of blends or a single origin. Uh, Peru, we have coffee from Ethiopia, we have coffee from Mexico, from Colombia, Costa Rica, Guatemala, and we also have coffee from uh, Kenya, but I think we just ran out of that. But, oh. so, and you're brewing for all six of your locations, right? Right, right. And we also have some wholesale accounts. All right. And, uh, and so then let's also talk about the type of brewing that you do now. I, what I understand, sure. you have the Honor Bar, but you also have the Go and, and the, uh, what was the sure. other? The en- enjoy, enjoy, enjoy Experience. experience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have always three coffees presented, one in the Go profile, one in the Enjoy profile, one in the Experience profile. Right. Uh, our espresso blend is called Grace because uh, it takes three kinds of Grace. Graces, right? I like threes, like I said. <laughs> it takes a, a grace from God in nature to put the terrar and everything in nature to allow that coffee to taste the way it does. And then it takes the grace of 
the farmer, the, the roaster, the barista to make it taste the way it does, right? And then finally, we're asking grace from the consumer because it's an agricultural product. No two cups are going to taste identical. And so we're asking you to work with us in terms of understanding what that coffee That's is. That's so beautiful. Yeah, three levels of grace is kind of how we That's look at poetic. it. That's yeah. poetic. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. go ahead. <laughs> but uh, so that's our approach to espresso. And then uh, we have decaf always and then uh, a single origin coffee uh, for the espresso bar. And then um, for our coffee brewing method, we can do V60, we can do Kalita, uh, we can do all those things, uh, but we use seraphims to do them for a couple of reasons. One, rather than doing the hand pour, seraphim uh, allows the pouring to be more consistent. Right. That's part of our quality definition. So quality definitely is it's got to taste great, but it also has to be consistent from day in, day out. I had it on Monday. It was great. I want that same <laughs> thing. And then if I go in on Friday and it doesn't taste that way, I'm annoyed. Yeah. Right. Because sure. I was expecting A I, and I got I, yeah. yeah. It's like going to a restaurant. Yeah, you yeah. want, you expect the same yeah. kind of flavor that you got the first time. Yeah. yeah. So in order to help create that consistency, we use equipment like Seraphim to get to that. I yeah. see. And yeah. so now that's part of, of your success, mm -hmm. right? Is that people know when they come in here, yeah, that's the what we same yeah. thing is going to, oh, they're always going to come out with something beautiful. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, can one of our baristas do a better job than let's say the Seraphim on a particular coffee? Sure. They can. But at the same time, could they make a mistake that same day? Sure. Yeah. Because there's a line now. There's six yeah. people in line. And right. There's a, you know, you've got 10 coffee orders in front of you and you're like, uh, yeah, so. I forget about mine in the morning. I'm yeah. only making one cup. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So yeah. One, yeah. yeah, and so all these things that you do really has been the secret to your success. You have the beans, but yeah. and the beans are obviously yeah. the heart of everything. Yeah. But you've but what's made you successful and what's yeah. made you so popular is yeah. that you've put all these amazing things together very uniquely. Yeah. Uh, to in to, groups of three, in, in groups, groups of three, three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to come out on top essentially, right? Yeah, but I think the 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 real secret to success is having good people. Coffee and food and hospitality in general, you're on stage every minute of the day, right? So you get applause, you get reaction at every sip, right? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, oh man, it's something else when you see somebody take a sip and their eye goes, hmm, and they get that look on yeah, their face. yeah. It's so rewarding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you know it took a lot of good people to get there. And, and let me so, tell you, when you walk in, the yeah. people that you have brought Thank into, you. honestly, I'm not kidding, they are so welcoming, so Thank genuine. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, I'm almost surprised. <laughs> well, it's beautiful. It's, yeah. it's, it's a wonderful feeling yeah. to walk in a coffee shop like Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. That means, I think, no, uh, it's, more it's, than... <laughs> honest to goodness. But I, yeah. we have to cover just two more things sure. here because you obviously have amazing coffee. But you, uh, we got to talk a little bit about the teas because when yes. I saw the tea menu, yeah. I was like, oh man, this is more than coffee. Yeah, yeah. And then the menu, the food menu yeah. itself is also extraordinary. Yeah. Can you just give us a quick, uh, sure. give our audience a quick idea of what that's about? Sure. So our food got uh, included into our program because uh, I love that space because it's a corner space and what was there, the bones were amazing. We decided to sign a lease on it and then I realized it was over 4,000 square feet and uh-oh, I'm not going to make ends meet selling coffee <laughs> that, yeah. and tea. So we better have food. And yeah. then uh, uh, a gentleman named Eric brought uh, 
the food program to life. You know, everybody's got an avocado toast, and I've had some great avocado <laughs> toasts in, in, in many different coffee shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a lot of times, though, people will ask me, why is yours so good? And, and I see a difference, and I'm proud of our avocado toast, so I say it this way, but it's because we bake our bread every day. So that's one of our key factors. Mm. So uh, as much as- toast and not the avocado. Yeah, yeah. well, because avocado is avocado. That's right. Yeah, you, you yeah. just got to be really good at picking the right avocado. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. but uh, I think- <laughs> It's the uh, the toast and it's the you know the the, the pickled onions that go in there to give mm. it a little acid hit and you know I think if anything makes us kind of different than a lot of other coffee shops is the way we've been able to meld coffee and food together. So All we right. have a serious food program. It's not you know we, we make our own Bernays sauce. We don't buy it in a bottle wow. and just spread it. So that's an important piece of why our croque madame tastes so good. Yeah. Right? And so uh, our new executive chef. That's been, he's not so new anymore. Taylor uh, is an amazing, uh, amazing, amazing chef. And, you know, he's always fighting with us on the kinds of ingredients we want to put in there because he's always looking for the best. Like any good chef would. Yeah. And yeah. so he's bringing that to the table. And so it's that kind of attention to detail. That's what's in there. And I think that's what makes it unique that people keep coming back for our food. Well, the fact that you have a yeah. chef, we yeah, yeah. already know that yeah. there's something special <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. And then the tea menu, holy yes. moly. I yeah. mean, it seems like you have about 20 different types of teas. Yeah, and that's because we partner with some amazing uh, tea companies. So we partner with Red Blossom and Art of Tea and, and now Rishi. And those guys are really helping us find some great teas. And Do Kim, our person in charge of our tea program, she is got a, a an amazing understanding of what we're looking for with teas. Yeah. We have an extensive tea menu for sure and it changes seasonally and uh in fact, I think uh, next month we'll be going to World Tea Expo and, and hopefully coming back with some more exciting teas. <laughs> oh, yeah. The menu is yeah. going to, yeah. you need a, a new book for your menu of yeah. teas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, so you've brought all these amazing things together and, and it really does show itself off when you uh, taste everything. And now Thank I really you. wanted some of that avocado toast that you talked about. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hungry now. Yeah. I don't know you, Miles. <laughs> so this has really been a six and a half, six plus year journey for yeah. you. Yeah. It must be very gratifying to it see is. where you've come in yeah. this short amount of time. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of my favorite stories to share about our business is that we had someone who started off as a, a steward. She's our general manager down in San Diego now. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And in five, she runs those three locations for us. Wow. And she's doing an amazing job. Her name is Ruth Valdez and she's, she's just an incredible person. And that's really meaningful to me that, that, that we have someone that I can look to and say that hey, she's been part of this journey. Right. Cause again, it's not a marketing thing I'm saying, or it's you know to sound like I'm I'm some nice guy. People matter. Wait, like, you're not nice. I yeah, seem yeah, pretty yeah. nice to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> One last question. Uh, now we're dads. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> but we. Uh, what's it? You running? have that dad look well, about we, you. That oh, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a frown. Yeah, yeah. Is it the frown? Tired. Oh, we're it's always tired. tired. <laughs> yeah. What's? I mean, you're running this operation. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine doing it with a family. How yeah. does that work out for you? Yeah. No. It's. It's. You got to bring them along. I think it's uh, a. Four a while I was trying to do this thing where I'm, you know, business uh, operator one, you know, part of the day and then husband and father and other but you can't do that. You got to figure out a way to kind of. So end, what you're yeah. saying is you have them working here in different spots. As soon as they turn a certain age, <laughs> and you know, even with child family, labor laws, oh, if it's yeah. your own family members, they can you you can start them working anytime. All right. <laughs> oh, I so didn't even know that now. loophole. How, Thanks for that it? information. It, can it do nine years old? Nine yeah, years yeah, old yeah, works. I think right. so. Yeah. Nine years old. I yeah, I wouldn't do that to my customers, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I've, I've been able to share the coffee journey with my children. Yeah. And my daughters are as 
proud about being part of the Copa Vida story oh. as 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 I am. And sometimes I feel like they like kind of show off about it to their friends. Oh you know, no, like, kidding! Oh, we, you know, look at me. Yeah, Copa Vida, right? So <laughs> that's great. And that's that's a great feeling to yeah, know that my yeah. children are proud of the, the the work we're doing here. But um, you got to figure out a way to incorporate into what you're doing. Otherwise, yeah. 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 I think the biggest problem most people make in trying to do anything is uh, find balance. Sure. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, yeah. we still haven't figured <laughs> that out either. So. I don't know either. Yeah, that elusive balance. <laughs> that thing. elusive balance. Well, well, maybe one day we'll figure it out. Well, Steve Chang, uh, the CEO and, of course, the uh, certified professional appreciator of Copa Vida. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for being on the show. My pleasure. This is really a treat. That that really was a treat. And uh, congratulations on all your success. And we look forward to seeing you grow even to higher elevations. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. This was uh, really meaningful for me as well because hearing your feedback about the business means a lot so thank you oh thank you thanks steve so miles through the magic of podcasting we are now at the cafe whoa that was cool (laughs) see how How about that it's amazing and look at this avocado toast just appears in front of us and no one has any proof that we actually are that's right we could be anywhere we could be anywhere and we have these two beautiful cups of coffee in front of us uh this is great uh, that uh, we can do this and so now let's talk about first of all this cafe uh, you walk in here, and he kind of like what he described. You can tell they've made all these great little touches that make it so cozy and inviting, even though it's a large, comfortable space. Yeah, you, know, you do notice that the the counter is lower than you would typically get yeah. at, a, at a coffee shop or anything, really. Yeah, um, it says come yeah, on in. It, That's kind of what it feels like, you know. Well, yeah, no, he had mentioned that it, you know, it's for the baristas to be able to make eye contact with everybody That's over right. the machines. Yeah, which is a it's a really nice touch. It is, and and my gosh, these ceilings, whether they painted them white blue or gray it's they're beautiful yeah <laughs> uh but everything is cozy it's inviting and and around the corner from where we're sitting is the dark area the darker space that he kind of talked about and uh and but you, you really you can't go wrong wherever you sit in this place because it's just it's just comfortable man well, you haven't tried them all out yet well Jason. maybe i need to go you don't know that <laughs> go from chair to chair uh well let's talk a little bit about what we're drinking miles uh yeah. we we ordered a couple coffees i ordered the cortado and you ordered, what did you get? I got a pour over Ethiopian coffee. Right, which they use their seraphim. Yeah, they use the seraphim. It's, yeah. uh, it's in the experience that, bar. That's right. Yeah. And uh, how, how does it taste? Very good. It's very fruity. Yeah. Um, I mean, my palate's not good enough to pick out the exact fruits, but when I cheated and saw that it was cranberry <laughs> and the honey nort blossom, yeah. you know, it's all very like light flavors and yeah. it all. It makes sense. Well, Ethiopian is typically light flavors, so but yeah. it's it really is. I had a, a taste of it, and it's really delicious. It I is. Mean, I, it's a it's a dry process, and what I understand when they do a dry process, it, it actually brings out the sweetness more and more of the flavors of the the fruit, and you can't tell uh, when you drink this. It is definitely very fruity. And, yeah. And and rather sweet. Um, I had the Cortado, which they use their Grace Espresso uh, blend, which they use for all their espresso drinks. And it's delicious, man. This cortado, while it's not the Cuban one, the sweetness of the cortado, but it is definitely excellent. Uh, the balance of milk to coffee is fantastic. The coffee still stands out, and it's very flavorful. I, I could drink this all day long, every day. It's that good. <laughs> <laughs> I would be flying out the windows, but I could do it. Uh, it's very, very good. That uh, actually brings up a good idea, Jason. What is that, Miles? We, you should just see how much coffee you could drink in a day. Oh, man. How much Cortado? 
You think I should try that? Yeah, I think that'll be the next challenge. All right. <laughs> I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah, me too. I, I, I don't think that would be a pleasant experience for anybody, really. <laughs> but we also ordered uh, an avocado toast because he talked about it, and it just made my mouth start watering, so we ordered it, and he is spot on. It is phenomenal probably the best avocado toast i've ever had the bread is oh man is it yeah good. No, it's like thick and homemade which really is like a, it's that's the 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 selling point right there i yeah. think that yeah. and then the uh pickled onions oh, really uh, yeah. give it a pop oh the two things together really it, nice it is really that if if you don't like coffee just come for the avocado toast <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't order the croque madame uh, by the way do you know what a croque madame is yes oh do you <laughs> How do you know that, Miles? There's ham involved. Yes, there is. <laughs> well, let me tell you what a croque madame is, Miles. It's Grilled toast with ham and cheese well, topped with Mornay sauce yes. and a sunny side oh, up bag. Ah, well, there you go. How about that? How about that? Is that right? Hey, are you looking at the menu? Is that I'm what you're just guessing. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it looks fantastic. Uh, we didn't order it because it looks pretty heavy, too, but I can only imagine uh, that I'll be coming back to try it. <laughs> Uh, but Miles, while we enjoy this avocado toast and these amazing coffees, uh, how was your week? Let's talk about our weeks. Week was good. You know, this week um, was open house at school. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it, that's it's turning into one of my favorite nights of the year right oh, there. Open house? Open house, yeah. At school? <laughs> well, you go in and they've they have everything that they've been working on for the year yeah. and you always end up I always end up like learning a couple of things about you know there's about the kids that uh like what they've been up to oh. just like neat little stories that they don't tell me when they come home from school oh they, yeah they sure. don't tell me anything <laughs> so we're in there you know I'm in uh, my 8-year-old's class yeah and he had just had a, an assignment of making a historical figure out of a paper bag a oh okay that's a great project yeah all right yeah he puts a lot of effort into certain things, and for this particular one, he yeah. didn't put a ton of effort into. And so I was trying to coax him <laughs> along. So wait, wait, wait. But so this is a paper bag that he turns into a, a historical figure, and he didn't put any effort into no, it. No, he put effort into All it, right. but it wasn't like he was getting, you know, he wasn't getting divine inspiration on this thing. And like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. All right, just, just it was like I'm going to. I'll draw a face on the bag. <laughs> I'll give him a sweater yeah. with some construction paper. Uh -huh. And so, uh, and so I was supervising this project, and I can't say that, that doing those kind of projects are my strong suit. No, you're not an artist. Either. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> we go into the class, and there, all the projects are hanging up yeah. on the string. Uh -huh. And uh, let's just say, yeah. like, you know, it was obvious that that was the case, that and I, you know, I, saw the, I saw it, and some, and I, uh, some of the the parents were like, oh, you know, I think it, it's just, they're patting me on the back. You know, it's great. He obviously <laughs> Sympathy did it pat. himself. Like, a, you know, it was all done yeah. by himself. And, oh. and I was like, you know, you'd be surprised at how much guidance he actually did have from me. Please put arms on. Wow. But no hands. Uh -huh. I mean, you know. Yeah. So that part was kind of funny. Yeah. And then um, my kindergartner, we in the fall raffle, we won that he could be principal for the day. So oh. he gets to follow the principal oh, around school. Oh, whoa. All right. Yeah. So he dressed up, wore a suit for the day. And, yeah. you know, I, I had pictures and I kind of knew, knew what had happened throughout the day. But I heard a very specific story about... Um, when the principal was having a you know a meeting and, and and had teachers in his office with some pizza and he sent my son out to um, to go do some duties around the school. <laughs> oh, the how duties convenient. Were, were to give high fives to people in different places. Oh, and that's so cool. My son had a 
a uh, walkie-talkie with him, so he would check in every few <laughs> minutes. You know, Principal P, or I'll just call him Mr. P for Mr. Principal. Yeah. Mr. P, yes, Mr. C. They'd be communicating while he was in the meeting with these teachers. Uh, I gave high fives to everybody. <laughs> what should I do now? Oh, go over to this other location, give uh, some high fives oh, yeah. to people over here. Yeah. There's another class sure. there. So a few minutes later, Mr. P, uh, yes, Mr. C. <laughs> I gave high fives to everybody here. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, well, you know, there's another place over here. You oh. know, keep on giving high fives, doing great. A couple minutes later, Mr. P. <laughs> yes, Mr. C. <laughs> Can you save me a piece of pizza? Oh, <laughs> they were having pizza during their meeting. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. Oh, that's fantastic. It, well, it's been on his mind the entire time. Can you save me a piece of that pizza? <laughs> that's all he really wanted to be. <laughs> Had he just given him a piece of pizza, he probably would have been, okay, I'm done. Can I go back to class now? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Did he did he come back talking about the day as as principal uh, of the day? Yeah, he's, he was saying what he was doing. Yeah, and um, and it must have been. I mean, talk about exciting for a, a kid, especially his age. Well, he doesn't come back gushing. That's the thing. That's oh. why I don't get all the stories ah, out. I have I to, you got to prompt. You got to. And so, then if you're the second parent yeah. that he's telling all the stories to, then yeah. you have to prompt a little bit harder. <laughs> That's right. Because the information always goes first to the whoever picks them up and then right. you get the secondhand material. Oh, pictures I already told great. them. I already told them. <laughs> we got good pictures. Yeah. He, had, he had a good time. Did he have to wear a tie and a, a whole thing? He didn't have to, but he, you know, we dressed him up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did his friends think about that? Did they respect him a little more or... Oh, everyone, uh, by the end of the day, I think yeah. everyone knew he was uh, was the assistant <laughs> principal. <laughs> so they all know him as <laughs> Principal P. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, we too had uh, open house experience. My boy's teacher uh, asked all the parents, hey, I'm desperate. I need a little help. Can you come in and help me uh, put in uh, put up the solar system? I have these uh, inflatable solar system things that I need to put the air in and, and hang in. I was like, well, all right, I've got a little time. I figured I'd do that. Yeah. You know, but by the way, the sun was really big. I had to go to the gas station to fill that one. <laughs> it was huge. But other than that, um, uh, it was great because when I walked into the room, the kids were like, oh, hey, some foreign alien is in our room when he's hanging up to sources. I was like the center of attention, even though the teacher told her, right, don't bother him, let him do his work. And they were all like, so then I started quizzing them and it was fun to see how much they really knew about the solar system. I was asking about which is the biggest planet, the smallest planet, the, yeah. it was great. And uh, it was that was open house for us, which was great. But uh, did you know, Miles, uh, that the Avengers movie is out? I heard about that, Jason. <laughs> no, wait, now, uh, if you're listening to this, don't, don't panic. I'm not gonna give any spoilers out. Uh, this is just strictly a story about the oh, Avengers. Is it possible to spoiler? Oh, it is, is possible. Absolutely, Avengers? you could still spoil Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, and my boy uh, to put it right out there at the beginning. He has not seen this movie, but they do talk about it a lot at school apparently mm-hmm. some kids have and then everybody has you know it's like oh i saw it yes of course i saw it and i saw it. but my boy has not seen it but he won't stop talking about it and it's constant and it's like daddy does does this guy do this and does this guy do this and how many guys does this and who, how did he do this did he live did he live when well, he snapped his finger what happened and it could go on for literally an hour yeah <laughs> And so, uh, you know, he said, when can I watch it? When can I watch it? When can I watch it? And we're like, oh, man, it's just we just don't feel he's ready for those kind of movies yet. We live down the road. Absolutely. But not yet. So we did our homework and we said, all right, look, you can watch Spider-Man. 
because if you think about it, and we did, we looked online. Spider-Man That's is a good one. very kid-friendly. Yeah, 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 it's good. And uh, and we let them watch all the Spider-Man ones, you know, all the Tobey Maguire ones, and then the, the Reese oh, those ones. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, we went ahead because he had seen the uh, the animated version, which was a great movie. Uh, so we said, all right, well, well, we'll watch it together. And we sat down, we got in there, and of course, our dog Leia, for those of you who are just tuning in, we have a Great Dane who's very big, takes up a lot of space no matter where she goes. She's a walking wall. <laughs> 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 and uh, so we sat down, and of course, uh, but we're all very interested. And my dog, uh, poor Leia, she was like, oh, I want to be a part of this. And so she literally uh, sat and, and pushed my boy off the couch. <laughs> so that she could watch the movie. But eventually we put her uh, uh, on, on the floor um, and we were watching the movie. It was a great time and he was great fun. But then came, you remember that scene in the Tobey Maguire uh, Spider-Man, very famous scene. Uh, he comes upside down and it's the kissing scene between yeah. he uh -huh. and MJ, Mary Jane, right? Sure. Uh, so uh, my boy's watching this and he's still kind of, uh, you know, not into those kind of things. And uh, he, he's like, what, what, what are they doing? What are they doing? And then they started really kissing. And he's like, and he, he's like, why are they kissing? Like, just kiss. Why are they kissing? You know, he's like a little peck. He just wants the peck. He doesn't want the whole, and he's doing this. He, he teaches me, he says, why are they doing this? And he's like, like a goldfish. <laughs> And I'm like, well, I watched the movie. <laughs> yeah, what is the answer to that? That's a complicated one. Uh, it's a one. complicated one. And then so, you know, it happened a couple more times and he kept turning me. Why are they doing that? Why don't they just kiss? <laughs> and I was like, oh, just watch the movie. So then it didn't go away because at dinner Spider time. kiss. <laughs> oh, I should have come up with that one. I like that. <laughs> at dinner, he asked about it again. And, uh, and, you know, uh, you're cornered now. You have no movie to turn to to say, watch the movie. <laughs> and, uh, but he kept pressing and kept pressing. And, and, uh, and I was about to tell him. And as, as uh, you know, well, when, you know. And then all of a sudden, he just, just made a right turn and started talking about the movie again. And I got out of it. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so I, just, I didn't press again. And he never came back up. Uh, but he did, you know, it was just the insisting that it was gross and that, uh, you know, why would they do that and all that stuff. Well, that gives you some time to prepare for the next one. That's <laughs> I'm sure it'll come. What would you tell your kids if you had to, if you were cornered and, and uh, asked about that question? I don't know. Yeah, see, that's the thing. You don't think of those. Because they're upside down? Well, not even that. It just kids. Well, well, that's well, the answer. Oh, that's your answer. Oh, yeah. that's a good answer. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> and then hopefully that delays things long that's enough. That's <laughs> Move on to the next topic. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'll you know. tell you when you're 17. That's right. Well, maybe then. Or maybe 18. We'll see. <laughs> well, that was my week. Uh, it was a good one. And uh, we're still here at Copa Vida finishing off these amazing coffees and the avocado toast. There's still one little My kids are going to listen to this podcast, by are, the way. Oh, is that not good? Is that bad? Do well, I need to be worried? Uh, now I need to censor this so they don't <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> no, you're just going to have to come up with something to say. No, no, I'm censor. Uh, <laughs> How do you censor it? <laughs> Just don't put it on. Beep. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> Stop it at the Jason mark. <laughs> well, thanks, Miles. That's nice to know the deck. <laughs> well, I mean, we always do that anyway. Well, but. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it's uh, nice to know that I'm, I'm well thought of. <laughs> Well, uh, this experience has been great. Uh, this roastery and the uh, and the cafe itself has been just amazing. It, it, you can tell why this is considered one of the top coffee shops in LA. It really is special. Uh, if you get a chance to come to Pasadena, 
you got to come here. You've got to, right? You've got to. And Big yeah. Bang Theory, if you're Big Bang Theory fans, you got to take a picture with the Big Bang Theory lane. It's right around the corner. They named a lane after. They, they got yeah. a name. Well, because the show is set in Pasadena, you see. Yeah. And so they got a lane named after. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, they should have a Coffee cool. Cafe podcast lane <laughs> <laughs> behind every coffee shop. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's a great place. I mean, it is great. They got a nice corner location. Yeah, it's really uh, welcoming. It's a unique shop, so definitely worth coming in and checking out. Yeah, and the coffee is extraordinary. I mean, wow. Uh, and we were lucky enough to try those beans. Uh, man, they just—they really know what they're doing here. <laughs> it's a lot of magic, and it, it turns out in the cup, and it's. Well, it is. You don't get a lot of shops that also roast. No. So and, and it, when you find them, you got to take advantage. Yeah, of them. absolutely. So it makes it a unique experience. Well, that's all we have to say about Copa Vida. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, take a second to subscribe. It's easy to do and doesn't cost you a thing. And if you really like our show, tell your friends to listen because all these things help us continue to make our show and we really appreciate it. That's right. And if you have an idea for the show, a topic, a guest we should have on, a coffee shop you love or something we need to visit, whatever it is, hit us up at coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll also find links to our socials and email. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks again to Steve Chang for being on the show and sharing his story about the coffee, about his kids, about everything. It's, it's really a great one. And thanks to you for listening. And until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason. <laughs>